Welcome, baseball fans. It's time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, welcome to the stretch run. How are you doing, good sir? Pretty good. Better today. Better today. We have a Braves victory. Uh, They split the series with the Miami Marlins uh, over the weekend. How do you feel about the Braves' chances going into this gauntlet to close out their year? Um excited excited i you know i don't think anything's a sure thing but the phillies have been having some trouble as well we're kind of a tired team right now but uh it's it's fun it's what it's all about not a lot of days off left for the, no, uh, no. For the braves i got one tomorrow though your youthful baseball enthusiasm has been shining this year thanks to these braves i haven't seen you this excited about baseball in general and in at least i don't even think the 2013 year i think we though we made the playoffs we both felt that was kind of smoke and mirrors they've they've been such a fun team the braves have been so fun to watch this year just period uh they've been as fun to watch as any team in baseball that's nice to have on the home side yeah, way more fun rooting for Acuna Albies at all than say Justin and Melvin Upton. <laughs> right, right. So Dan Uglo and, <laughs> and the like. Yeah. All right. Well, it is uh, the stretch run, and so we're going to talk about teams going down the stretch here. Um, coming right out of the box, let's just talk about who's coming on and who's falling off. Starting with the teams that are falling off, and where better to begin than the Washington Nationals? They have put up the tent, or folded the tent, rather, and by trading Murphy or letting Murphy go through waivers, and then, who was the other guy? Matt Adams to the Cardinals. What do you make of this Nationals team, but more importantly, this Nationals organization going into this huge offseason for them? There is something dysfunctional about the Nationals. I mean, whether this is the general manager not getting the right people together, they... uh, if it is, they haven't. What well, Dusty Baker has been their longest, or uh, he's yeah. had, been the manager the longest for like the last six or seven years. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and I, I mean, they don't, they're not a team that seems to like each other. There's uh, always seems to be somebody on the team squabbling with somebody else. Yeah, and the superstars at that, right? You know, it's Harper and Papelbon or Scherzer and. Uh, Strasburg, I I kind of look at the Nationals, especially considering how their manager Carousel. It's it's like that that bachelor who keeps getting married and keeps getting divorced, well, and blaming yeah. it on <laughs> you know they keep they keep divorcing their managers that that's somehow going to solve it and right maybe right. just need to look in the mirror there. With, there's some, I mean uh, you know I don't know where the dysfunction lies, but there's too much talent you know, on that team right. to be where they are. I mean, they've, they've had a lot of injuries. So, so is everybody else. I mean, uh, I mean, and this is, you know, it's gone on for too long. They've yeah. been the, uh, had the best talent in baseball at times, you know, and just, you know, they never win a playoff game. Uh, I think one of the things Gonzalez being, uh, the, the back end of their rotation being so weak all year and having really off years hurt them, uh, more than I think the injuries to the uh, to the regular players, uh, they do have. I mean, Soto came out of nowhere and has yep. been great. And they, what's the name of the? They have another player that was ranked higher than Soto I, in their was, farm system. Yeah, that was yeah. injured at the time. But um, I mean, so who knows what tomorrow may bring? 
I don't I don't think Harper will be with him next year. He may not be with him next week. But, right. I was kind of saving that question for a little bit later, talking about the August 31st deadline. But let's just ask it right now: is is Bryce Harper a, a national, or is Bryce Harper a national by by August 31st, or after August 31st? In today's world, he may not be. I mean, yeah, there, it looks like the Nationals have uh, an outfield uh, in the future, and. Uh, now, but there are a lot of people that believe that the Nationals are still going to go after Harper. Pretty, I mean, and he apparently likes playing there. So, yeah, yeah, all of his love of Washington during the All Star break seemed very genuine. Yes, it did. You know, for a guy who doesn't seem to give a care a lot of the time, right? That felt genuine. Um, the other big payroll, you know, the biggest payroll uh, in baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers. They currently, as of this recording, are. Only eight games over five hundred, and they're two and a half back in the wild card. Right. The with a lot of people with a lot of teams in there, though. That's in the, the National League. Yeah. yeah, you really can only fully cross off about five teams. When you have to jump over four or five teams, uh, two and a half. Uh, right. Is, is a right. Lot deeper than two and a half sounds. Yeah, considering how good their division is, one through four. Is it all as simple as bullpen woes for them? That's hard to say too. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to say they're dysfunctional. Uh, I mean, they've had big key pieces in Dozier and uh, Manny come in there uh, at the end here, and they have not done particularly well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, and really, Kemp had a season for all seasons out of nowhere. You know, and he's really fallen off here at the end. Uh, yeah. And I mean, and I, that's. You know, he's done his – you can't ask any more of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so, I don't know. He was 2011 right. Matt Kemp right. for the first couple of months. You know, deserve it of deserving of his uh, all-star start. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And then Seattle, steroid central as you like to call them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I just can't pull for them, period. I mean, I know <laughs> – you can't, you can't be enthusiastic for them? No. Uh, the only way I could be enthusiastic for them, and, and I'm, I, I, aren't they playing in Japan next year? Yeah, they open the. Uh, it's a uh, March twentieth and twenty first. The two thousand nineteen schedule right, came out. Right. So, so you know, and I, I think there's certainly a possibility that they may uh, let Ichiro uh, activate him for that series at least. Anyway. Oh, I think and they should, he, and then he yeah. can retire. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the only way I pull for Seattle. Is is in that two game series? Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, I, good people in Seattle. Oh, good I'm not fans. saying. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying there there aren't. Yeah, and you know, I'm I, sure they're good people in St. Louis. Doesn't mean I'll ever pull for them. <laughs> I know a lot of good people in St. Louis. Yeah, no, that's true. We'll get to those those pesky Cardinals. Although it goes beyond pesky at this point. So Seattle, yeah, I mean it, Paxton being out for them. I mean, certainly, you can root for their pitching. That's what I've I've been such a fan of King Felix for so long, and it seems like. Unless he goes to a, a Yankees team and pitches out of the bullpen in the next couple of years, or the Dodgers, or something like that, does it feels like he'll never see the playoffs in Seattle? Which is, can you think of another uh, huge superstar like that? Play Ernie there? Banks. Ernie Banks, perfect example. <laughs> Andre Dawson. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Uh, uh, How about well, a pitcher? He's like the the Dan Marino of. Of Major a, League Baseball, uh, a pitcher, King Felix is a yeah. pitcher that never. Well, 
for the longest time, uh, Musina was that way, but uh, he got around that when he went with the Yankees. Uh, let me yeah. think. Uh, I, I there was that '97 year for the Orioles with with Musina. But yeah, then he's there every year with the, okay. with the uh, Yankees. I'm I'm trying to think. I uh, I'm sure they're pitchers as well. Yeah, um, and then finally Pittsburgh. There they have finally come to earth as well. Still the manager of the year. For no, him? no, can't give it to him. You now. were feeling you were feeling Clint Hurdle for the manager I, of the year. I was for a, for a while. I was for a while. But that being uh, said, they have one of the easier schedules coming down the stretch. And what what would it take for them to get back in it in that division? Archer being everything that Archer is supposed to be. Right. He's been nothing. You know, yeah. he's been as big a bust as what the Dodgers picked up. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that was, again, we credit them for making a move that lasts for a couple of years. Right. And not right. just for Absolutely. this year. Absolutely. But you said what would it take to get them back in? Yeah. Well, and Pittsburgh is one of the house money teams that's right. contending this year. Sure. Kind of like our very Atlanta Braves in so many ways. All right. And now the teams that are coming on strong, and speaking of Chris Archer, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. They swept the Red Sox this weekend. They look every bit as formidable as any contender out there. Where are you giving the credit? I, I don't know. I I really I don't know that I've watched them in a complete other than when they played the Braves. Right. It's the only time I've watched them all year. Uh the uh I, I don't know them. I you know, I, except that they start relievers. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, they gave credit to the '93 Oakland A's for actually starting that trend or or uh, in, incorporating that trend most recently. I don't remember much about the '93 A's though. So there you go. They were in Oakland. They were in Oakland. <laughs> Dennis Eckersley was there. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I have either, but I'm going to be watching them now. They yeah. come to town this week, and, and they just got back Kiermaier, their their biggest yeah. hitting star. So, um, And then Oakland. Do you realize that if Oakland and Tampa somehow make it, we could have the awful stadium showdown? Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Winner gets a new stadium? I, how close is Tampa to... To contending? To being in the wild card. They're only five out. Five out, okay. As of today. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me let me verify that. Yeah, I mean, they've got to overcome Oakland. They do need to come overcome Oakland, and then and the Yankees would have and to. And Seattle as well. Right. And really, it's 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 the Yankees who would have to fall off because, you know, speaking of uh, Oakland's ahead of the Yankees in the. Well, Oakland and the Yankees are the two wild cards right, right. at this moment. So Tampa would have to overcome Seattle. And then Oakland, but if we wanted Oakland and Tampa playing for the 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 winner of the okay, terrible I, stadium, I, I cup. see what you're saying. I see yeah, what you're saying. That's, I was still my brain was still uh, yeah. fantasizing about that. But as of right now, Tampa is well. I'm sorry, Boy, they're eight and a half. They're eight and a half behind Oakland, so it's a little steeper mountain to climb. Networks really wouldn't like a Tampa Oakland series. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no joke. The Houston Astros, they've just found themselves. Well, it would seem it, it seem it would seem, but it also would seem like they just got Altuve back. Yeah, that's finding yourself. <laughs> and then the St. Louis effing Cardinals. Here they come now. The uh, public I mean, enemy number one with a with a dagger in the heart of the National League. Oh gosh, I mean, and they've suddenly become good. I yeah. mean, they have athletic players again, uh, and 
Carpenter is a legitimate MVP candidate. Yeah, well, how much are you accrediting this to firing Mike Matheny? I I think as an organization, they went with the youth when Matheny went away, and I think this relaxed a lot of players on the team, and things have just fallen right for them. I'm not going to say it's that. I was not a Matheny fan. I'm not a fan of much of anything in St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Emo's but, Pizza. The uh, you know, so I, 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 but I think it's more the organization has finally put some pieces together correctly. Yeah, and that was the 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 calls for Matheny to get fired from their rabid fan base had gotten. Uh, I think they were drowning out the right. phone lines uh, at Bush Stadium. But that being said, do you think that the Cardinals left a title or two on the table by keeping Matheny through those Matheny through those those playoff years, 2013, 2014? We gave him all kinds of crap for the use mm. of his bullpen in those situations. I was talking to a close St. Louis friend of mine, Mr. Chris Easter, owner of the Man Registry for all of your wedding registry needs. Um, he believes they've left at least one, if not two, World Series championships on the table. That's hard to see. It's mm-hmm. hard to see. I mean, they, they, they've gotten so many. <laughs> <laughs> I think 2014, if they don't have Matheny, they might go all the way. I think they can beat the Giants, even with Madison Bumgarner being the way he was that postseason. It's and then a, I think they they win the uh, the I seventy series. Getting into the playoffs, it becomes such a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, the Red Sox are better than they were last year, but who would have thought they would have been eliminated as quickly as they were last year? And they could get eliminated this year. Yeah, run into Cleveland pitching. You know, uh, who knows. Well, and speaking of said Red Sox, this they get swept by the Rays. They split the series with uh, Cleveland earlier last week. You know, the Yankees aren't that far out anymore. I mean, the Yankees have been playing the Orioles. They're seven games out. Yeah, I mean, but when it's Yankees-Red Sox, you know. No, and they, they've so. got like six games, I think, left with each other, uh, you know. Um, yes, that is correct. They get Boston and the Yankees square up two more Two more series in the in the final weeks. Um, I mean, that said, I think what has happened to the Red Sox right now—they're protecting Sale. Uh, you know, they—I'm not really that worried about his being on the DL again. Uh, but the—it's uh, a market correction as much as anything. Sure, and they have that luxury. Let's kind of switch gears and just talk about general contending teams going into this stretch run. And starting with the Cleveland Indians, when you talk about having the luxury and flexibility to keep an Andrew Miller on an extended DL and whatnot, I mean, what is Cleveland? I think they may have won the division today, for all we know. But what do they have to do to stay motivated and stay locked in going into October? Oh, uh, I think they have one of the best managers in the game who should. Uh, you know that he's had experience with teams being way ahead and experience with teams that are going down uh, to the wire and I think it can go either way uh you know a, a team that can have too much rest and not be sharp going into the playoffs or they can be too tired uh from uh, a 
strenuous stretch drive. But Francona is one of the best at that. Uh, I think Madden, that was, that's what makes him uh, as much as anything. Let's hear it. Uh, Your favorite Madden stat. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no I've said it enough. <laughs> By the uh, way, it can only go either way. <laughs> For the record, yes. Um, <laughs> but um, you think, well, looking at last year, they have that twenty-two game win streak, and then they're out in the first round against the Yankees. You think maybe they prefer it this way? Is that better for them, given what happened last year? Uh, I, I, I couldn't. T- it's going to get down if their pitching is hot at the time and well yeah. rested. I mean, and uh, you know, Kluber had a bad game, you know, against the Yankees. Uh, that, how often does that happen? Yeah. yeah you know, so uh, it's a Red Sox. Or, yeah. But who's counting? Yeah, right, right, right. Right. Well, speaking of uh, your favorite, your actual favorite manager, uh, Joe Madden, the Cubs looking phenomenal. He's doing his late August, September thing. Yeah. So uh, are they the front runner in the National League at this moment? I believe that they are. They, yeah, I, 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 I think they are. Uh, it would certainly help to get Bryant back. Uh, it would certainly help if they're starting pitching. Uh, I mean, losing Darvish for the rest of the year. I mean, that's not certainly not going to help. Yeah, but, but who didn't see that one coming? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, so uh, yeah, it, it's anything but a sure bet. But they seem to be the front runners right now. They've been there before. Well, you know, they've been. And, and they, shoot, their division is tough too. Well, that's that's the. Uh, that's the real caveat here with the Cubs is that they still have to play, you know, Seattle. They have to play Milwaukee twice. They've been winning uh, against teams like Pittsburgh, Detroit, Cincinnati. Right. So, so a steeper mountain to climb for them than uh, than they've been on to in the last few weeks. But I think the Cubs have that energy that you know, going back to 2015, the first year with Joe Madden at the helm. You know, they got that look. Often you have to have. If you're going to go deep in the playoffs, you have to have a player that is at least in the hunt for the MVP. Somebody yeah. who's having that that year that just stands out. And if I were to pick an MVP in the National League right now, it would be Bias. Yeah, and it so much fun to watch. Yeah, always though he'll make some <laughs> bonehead plays. Yeah, but, some very cavalier attempts. Yeah, but who can blame him when he's that much fun to watch? He makes baseball fun again. Um, this National League West, Arizona, Colorado, tied for for the division lead. Um, you know, San Francisco's out of it, but they're still a factor. Uh, do you think there's pe- let's talk about San Francisco? Do you think there's pieces on their team that move before the thirty first of August? Is McCutcheon still there? Uh, I don't know that they would get enough for McCutcheon for him to uh, not be there. Yeah, the, I mean the Giants really are in a in a tough spot, which we predicted. A lot of people yeah. predicted it, but with an aging roster and yeah. whatnot, they need to get some draft picks, right? Or they need to get some 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 high prospects from other teams. True, but the Giants have always done things differently. I mean, they're also one of the least sabermetrics teams you know uh or one of the teams that's embraced them the least i mean they have they do things differently they have uh they're old they're like the old george allen redskins <laughs> well bruce bochi gets uh, a lot of the credit for that oh, yeah you know starts from the top down and i think 
it's one of the few teams where their catcher is still in charge of the game. Right. It's not like the Dodgers where every pitch sign is coming out of the front office. So, um, they so, probably have a GM just in charge of that. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Diamondbacks, strongest pitching staff going into September, starting in the pitching, National League. In or, the National yeah, League. Yeah, I would say in the National League. Yeah. Best starting pitching overall right now. Uh, Indians. Yeah. Um, do Arizona or Colorado need to make a move? And do you believe in Colorado? This go around. Colorado was tough when we played. They looked they looked good. Yeah, uh, and I've always believed in Bud Black. Uh, sure. The uh, I um, I think they're a very hungry team. I mean, and I I've been supportive of what they've done the last couple of years. I just seems tough. I don't. They don't seem as form, formidable to me as do the Snakes. Uh, yeah, or the Cardinals, right? Or the Cubs. You know, well, and so, you know, the, well, again, kind of thinking more just about contending to be in the playoffs. Well, yeah, well, that's what point. I'm saying, even as a wild card. You sure. Know, I mean, sure, uh, true. you know, or, or the they don't seem as formidable to me as the Brewers. Now, the let's OK, let's pivot to the Brewers. As far as the 31st deadline, Milwaukee seems to be at the top or near to the top of needs to make a move, get some more pitching, either starting pitching or bullpen help. Assuming it's even out there, that's just it. I don't know what uh, pitchers are out are available right now. I mean, and Nationals uh, may give you a few. Well, they're <laughs> not, not that you're going to want any other than Scherzer or Strasburg. Oh, I don't know if they could pick up Gonzalez right now. I mean, but I don't know if he. I mean, you know, and hope that he's got a couple of games in him. You know, yeah. uh, but given the season he's having. Yeah, doesn't seem like it's uh, a good bet. And Tanner Rourke has pitched better recently, but I don't. Right. I don't know that the uh, that the Nats are anywhere close to getting rid of Tanner Rourke or Geo. I don't. You know, I don't really know what their uh, their contract status is right now. Yeah, Geo is entering free agency, but Tanner is still under control. Yeah, they're so they're not going to get rid of Tanner Rourke. Yeah, um, and then in the National League East. The Phillies, they've done us, the Braves, some big favors this weekend by <laughs> losing to Toronto, um, although they're kicking the crap out of them uh, right now as of this recording. Um, how do you see it playing out? Um, their pitching depth is scary to me. Yeah, maybe uh, the best pitching rotation on paper 2018-wise. Uh, and as they're guarding Nola so much, early in the season. I mean, they lost the first game to the Braves this year by taking him out. I mean, he thrown like five perfect innings and they take him <laughs> out. Uh, Growing pains for Gabe Kapler. <laughs> right. I mean, now, uh, so they may have, you know, he seems to be stronger now than he has been all year. And Arietta um, is certainly everything they wanted out of Arietta. And I don't think they, I, strongest, strongest staff after uh, the Indians, I think, by the way, is the Astros. You know, yeah, they're... it's weird that I I overlook the Astros quite a bit and think because yeah. they're 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 so where they should be. Yeah, to me, uh, I mean, when Charlie Morton's your fifth starter, you know, uh, <laughs> life's good, right? Uh, so I, uh, but I, the Phillies scare me. You know, they're they're young and they have uh, they've arrived uh, 
ahead of schedule just as we have. I think they're a year ahead. We're two years ahead. Uh, they have gone out and spent money. You know, they they have uh, they've gone to the next level, uh, yeah. which which the Braves should be doing next year. They should be. We should be spending during this off season. Yeah. Uh, but still, the Phillies scare me. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know the way that they've played such middling baseball as of late, and the Braves have done well to start this gauntlet stretch of theirs. You know, the Braves have the second toughest schedule of contending teams uh, going towards the finish line. Um, I think the Braves, if I had to make a prediction on it, they're the National League East champs. Right now, it looks good. <laughs> okay, you're not <laughs> you're not as open minded to making predictions given. Your boys are involved. Our boys. Yeah, yeah. We're Braves fans. You know, there's no there's no shame in that. Um I'd feel a lot better if the Cardinals weren't yeah, <laughs> yep. working. Listen, if the Cardinals play the Braves in the postseason, I'm not watching it. I'm gonna tell you right now, not a single pitch, not a single I won't even turn on the the, the pre or post game on it. It's just I can't do it. I can't take it. The mere thought of the Braves losing to the Cardinals in October. Makes me uh, a little queasy. <laughs> Ghost just walked over my grave. <laughs> yep. Um, and didn't talk enough about Oakland. Have you been watching any of this oh, Oakland yeah, A's team? You can't. You can't help it. And, I mean, and so much fun. Where as Oakland has always had a team that you know they were kind of like uh, almost like lovable losers. Uh, they were you know they win. Play, they would play over their heads and. They had funny looking people, you know, and their <laughs> yep. fans did, uh, you know, had a, had a good time not cheering. Uh, <laughs> but they have uh, a drum section and a, 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 a section of seats called the treehouse. A, a lot of old Ebbets Field type stuff. Yeah. But uh, now they have some real players. Yeah. And Chris Davis is going to be the uh, home run king for the entire league this year. Right. He's not one of the ones that I would consider a real player. I mean, but yeah, he is because yeah. uh, uh, you don't want him, you don't want the game coming down to his defense. <laughs> Good point. But that's that's the thing is that Oakland makes it work oh, year in and yeah. year out. I mean, what, I, I don't no, know. I wouldn't say year in and year out. When's the last time they, you know, uh, 2014 uh, were a World Series, were in a World Series? Oh well, yeah. You go back to what eighty yeah, nine, so, ninety, ninety yeah, against the Reds. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, no, there's Moneyball was that was always the caveat. No championships. Well, I mean, all that it, Moneyball stuff and how many how many rings did you get? Making the playoffs isn't that great a feat. No, uh, but they make it. They make it seem like it, considering they they have all these out of nowhere, nobody believes in us seasons. Right. So. But hey, mad props to Oakland. I know a lot. Oh of, yes, and they yeah. are fun. They are fun to watch. And uh, the sooner it seems like the sooner they win, the sooner they'll be able to leave that ballpark. Yeah, or knock it down and build a, a new one on top right, of it. Right. So so weird about Oakland and their stadium situation. I know the Giants have a lot to do with why they can't move to other properties, but it's as if you know. Oakland as a city is trying to gentrify. So they've gotten the Raiders fans out of there. Right. <laughs> the Warriors are moving to the San Francisco side. You know, maybe they just don't want Oakland. <laughs> maybe they just don't want sports. It seems too heathenistic. Yeah. It's Boy, it would, if you were a big A's fan, I you must hate the Giants. Oh, I mean, yeah. And they I mean, do. You know, that's kind of like, 
I follow I, a lot of Oakland fans. Yes, on it's kind of social media, Irish English type stuff. Yep. Well, you know, they won the Battle of the Bay in '89 <laughs> yeah. when the earthquake struck. Right. They came out on top. So, um, not something you want affiliated with <laughs> your <laughs> championships, maybe. So, um, all right. Uh, yeah, I think that covers all the 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 the, uh, the contenders. So. Coming into home, some uh, just other stories that are out there right now. But let's talk about uh, Acuna getting beaned by uh, by urethra <laughs> on the Marlins. Um, this was the top story in baseball for a few days. Acuna, Acuna, Acuna. I I like Acuna Matata. I like that. But Acuna is on this mad tear, uh, leading off. Uh, he hits a leadoff home run in three straight games. He's up to do it for his fourth straight. It's the mo- it's the most exciting first at bat in Braves history. Urena plunks him on the elbow. We're worried he's going to go on the DL. What what did you ma- what did you make of all that? I I was angry, uh, and was the suspension enough? Like, no, was- and and what a cowardly thing he uh, he lets the suspension happen in such a way that he misses the Braves, you know, and yeah, uh, he would have the, to bat. But that said, all of this payback stuff and everything, it, it's just as bad. Uh, this is old Brian McCann, you know, get off my yard type baseball. This is Joe Simpson saying he's wearing a batting practice shirt out there. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, it, it's, there's Soto may not actually be 19. Right. This is just... You had a great uh, story about Drysdale and Hank Aaron. Uh, the uh, In regards to okay, I mean, policing I, the game. Go ahead. This is a good one. I forget right, well, what I, I remember a game, and I believe uh, that it was 1960 or 61 I, I, because of uh, the players that are involved and everything else. But... Uh, and the Braves in Milwaukee were uh, certainly in the hunt, uh, and with the Dodgers uh, being the champs the year before and everything. Uh, Drysdale is pitching against uh, the Braves, just mowing everybody down. But Aaron has hit a double that this was back when Aaron hit to right center all the time, and he hit a double that was lodged in the fence, and then he hit another just moonshot home run there. Uh, I think it is two to one with the Dodgers ahead. Uh, Aaron comes up and just gets plunked right away by Drysdale, who had a history of doing this. Now Drysdale's a big boy, you know he's like six five to you know two forty, uh, the uh, handsome enough that he's on television and uh, movies all the time. <laughs> uh, the uh, but so uh, when they plunk Aaron. Both teams come out on the field and they're all bowing up with, you know, showing their testosterone and everything. Nobody's really hurting everybody. Eddie Matthews, who's one of the baddest you know, alpha dogs around, is on the on deck circle uh, and just rubbing his bat the whole time, you know. And uh, the uh, he doesn't participate in this like faux melee that's going on. And when he gets up, the first pitch is in tight to him. Then the next pitch is in tight, and he bunts the ball down the first baseline and slowly goes down the first baseline, waiting for Drysdale to come over and field it. So, And Drysdale 
starts over there, breaks over naturally, and then sees Matthews and just stops. And the ball almost stops, and Matthews runs on to first base. Uh, the uh, After this, West Covington uh, hit a home run. The Braves win. Uh, no, he hit a, I think he hit a double, uh, and, but knocked in both Aaron and Matthews. Uh, and that was the end of the game. But uh, this was a way that it used to be policed uh, – by your own team. This was a, a Jackie Robinson move. Like, you know, you're going to hurt me. Well, I'm going to bunt the ball and you got to field it while I run up your Achilles tendon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this, it, rather than have uh, one, the next guy, I mean, I, I thought when Acuna got hit, the next time we played the Marlins again, uh, and I, I really think Donnie Baseball may have ordered that because Acuna was still just killing them. Uh, then, the uh, there is a retaliation. Then Newcomb tries to hit uh, um, Real Muto, uh, throws two pitches into him tight, uh, and that Real Muto is jumping out of the way of. Uh, and then he gets him on a curveball uh, outside or a breaking ball in the outside corner, which Real Muto did, wasn't stepping into. But then they hit Anderson the next time up. Well, that should have never happened. They should the umpire should have issued a warning as soon as Acuna got hit. Uh, the umpire did not take handle of that game. Uh, now, when he got hit the first time, the umpire did, thanks to Snitter being out on the field so much and being so uh, irate about everything, they did issue a warning at that point. And then uh, they kicked yeah, Urena uh, out of it, right? Uh, and the uh, now I when. Anderson got hit again in that game, but that was on a breaking ball. And, you know, down low, I don't think that was intentional. But I do believe that both of those were intentional, and I don't think baseball needs that. Nobody goes to a base—I mean, people may go to hockey games to see the fights. You know, I mean, I I don't know that that's true, but uh, certainly people have said that in the past. Uh, uh, The—I don't think people go to baseball games to see fights. No, if anything— it's the opposite. Right. I mean, it, it, it seems so weird, but you know, there's no padding, you know, right. baseball player, your, your star players in a, a melee on the field and right. <laughs> breaks his wrist throwing a punch. And then that's it. Your right. season could be done. Um, I do believe that the moment, the specter of the moment just blew this whole thing out of proportion, but it was so cheap. You know, plunking Acuna. Well, and we because know- he's about it, it, Buster only said this perfectly. Imagine a pitcher is on the mound throwing a perfect game, and then suddenly the batter just charges and punches him, gives him a dead arm, so he can't pitch. Right. <laughs> you're gonna just, just make certain it's not it, Nolan Ryan. You're charging. That's true. Uh, the uh, I I we, we found out that her, uh, that. Urena did the same thing to Herrera when he was on a hot streak and they're playing the right. Phillies. Uh, the first time up, he gets plunked uh, by a fastball. Uh, and the uh, and that hurt uh, the, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Herrera went into a, a slump after that, uh, a little mini slump. The This is such a macho type of, uh, or machismo type of attitude that I just I just found it very ugly. Yeah, I did as well. But just thankful he wasn't hurt, Acuna. Because if that had broken his elbow or fractured it and he's out for an extended period of time, that's the season for the Braves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and you're, you're, you're now ruining a magical season for an entire fan base. Urena would never be allowed back in the city limits. Yeah. You know, he's he's public enemy number one 
already with a with a rocket ship. It's so close to being assault. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> it's true. And to think, odd to think of it that way. Well, but yes, true. but it's very close to being assault, and uh, when it's intentional, and you can never really prove intent. But both of those are the three plunkings that happened there. You can tell those were intentional. You know, uh, I mean, the Braves, Newcomb hitting uh, Anderson was intentional as well. Uh, and that's just wrong. Yeah. It, it, it's you want to make a statement, get them out, strike them out. You, and if baseball wants to stop it, suspend it for 20 games. Yeah. 20 starts if you're yeah, a pitcher. 20, yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you on that. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> Cooler heads prevailed and somehow. Uh, finally in our coming into home, uh, the little league world series wrapping up today. Um, love for Peachtree city. Absolutely. That's a, uh, from Peachtree city down to Warner Robins and all that. That's a, a very strong baseball hotbed in Georgia. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about the coverage, the media coverage in the little league world series as it's grown every year, almost exponentially. Do you think this is detrimental for the kids no no not at all and i think it is the savior of little league yeah little league is diminishing uh tremendously because there's so many other organizations right yeah Uh, i mean little league is just one of hundreds of uh organizations for amateur baseball uh for kids that age uh there are you know I, i don't know they're like 20 teams uh, or 20 organizations uh, I mean in that are little league in uh, Georgia I, I don't know the exact number but they're not that many of them uh, and but still that the whole spectacle of going to Williamsport which is you know Norman Rockwell America you know and right uh, the the fun that all of those kids and everybody have there I, I think the atmosphere always seems to be so positive uh, the uh, the major leaguers going there, and they that's seem been to a get, very cool thing. Yeah, yeah, they get a kick out of that. Seeing uh, the uh, the David Ross announce the games, uh, you know the uh, the kids go there and collect the coins and the the different uh, um, badges and everything from different teams all over. It's 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 a great piece of Americana. Sure. I think I've, I've heard the cons- I've never been. Uh, I've heard the concessions are even good, you know, (laughs) like the quality of the food. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sometimes I think that, um, you know, it's, it's tough on the psyche of a a young person to be in the national spotlight like that. You know, you, you look at Monet Davis is a, is a prime example. I mean, her life came under such intense scrutiny for like recruiting violations. <laughs> to Connecticut and stuff like that, it makes you take pause for the uh, don't want to disrupt the uh, the childhood of these kids too much. You know, I don't know. I hear that all. I hear that in my own brain, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> I would have loved those, it. Those yeah, those yeah. kids seem to be all. There, none of them seem to be that stressed out. Now, I've seen uh, all of those Japanese players cry when they're facing their stand their fans. Yeah, yesterday. there is that. I mean, you know that that's tough, but that's being 12 years old uh builds character the uh these kids are also i guarantee you they're playing more i don't know what they have to play like 14 games or something as a team but they're all of these kids are on other traveling teams and stuff as well uh they're coming together to play a, a 
a season. I mean, they're doing it legitimately, uh, playing whatever the, the minimum amount of games in some sort of rec league type thing to be eligible for uh, the little league team going in. Uh, but they're, these kids are playing a lot more games than what Little League requires them to do, or what, what Little League limits them to be in. Yeah, if you're playing in the Little League World Series in this day and age, you're playing on traveling teams, you're playing on other organizations, right. you're, you're a seasoned youth baseball player. Right. Um, well, meanwhile, the Women's World Baseball Cup is going on at the same time. Were you aware that this was happening? No, I wasn't. No, nor was uh, hardly anybody else, which is a shame. It can be found on YouTube for free. Okay. Um, seems like there's not enough coverage on MLB Network or ESPN about this. If we're trying to grow, you know, equal rights, equal prosperity in a grander sense, but certainly within sports, this is actual baseball. This is women's baseball throwing 90 mile an hour overhand. Right. Um, Hard to believe that it doesn't get more coverage in this day and age. I agree. Well, let's hope that Women's Baseball World Cup, which happens, I think, every year. I got to go back and check my notes. But if it's a yearly thing, that's like prime ESPN, ESPN2, something. You know, all these all these major networks who need live sports rights. We need to see this now. I'd love to watch uh, on an actual television. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I think we did it. I think we covered covered enough. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, uh, uh, a thank you as always to uh, everyone who listens to the Running the Bases podcast. Uh, you can always find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes uh, and all things Running the Bases at our website, runningthebases.com. I want to give a special shout out to Seth Kramer, one of the directors of Heading Home, The Tale of Team Israel. Uh, they did a special screening at the Sandy Springs Art Center at the City Springs Development uh, last weekend, August 19th. Um, it was a great opening of that uh, opening week of that art center. The sound was a little bit off, uh, but they did a great Q&A with Seth after the movie was over. Um, if you haven't seen this documentary yet, it's been playing all over the country to, to great reviews, but Heading Home, The Tale of Team Israel. You can find them on Facebook, uh, Heading Home. You can follow them on Twitter, at Heading Home Doc by Ironbound Films. It was great to have them in Atlanta again. Uh, they opened the Atlanta Jewish Film Festival in February, and uh, it was just great to see Seth. Shout out to the whole gang at uh, Ironbound Films, Jeremy Newberger, and Daniel Miller. Uh, thank you to David Weingarten for our intro and outro music. Uh, his album, The Truth Is, I Don't Know, is available on iTunes and on Amazon. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So, for Coach Jordan Bounds, I am Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast, coming into home, and we're safe. Coach... Go Braves. Good night. Good night.